Welcome to the People, Purpose, and Profits Business Coaching Podcast with Brian Buck and Kat Park. Welcome to the People, Purpose, and Profits Business Coaching Podcast. My name is Brian Buck and my wonderful co-host is... And I'm Kat. (laughs) For those audio, I always get my hands wrong because on Zoom it goes the opposite way when I try to throw to who I'm anyways we'll move on uh today we're going to talk about money mindset uh Kat kick us off well thank you so much for wanting to talk about the subject because I find it is probably the most important thing especially for online entrepreneurs to address right off the bat if they want to have a successful business and make profits And one of the things that I recognize, and I really love this metaphor that people have used in the past, and I find it very, very powerful, is just like the the thermostat. You know, fortunately, we are set at a certain temperature based on, you know, the things that we've learned from the people around us about money. And all of a sudden, we have these really, really great goals of making, you know, $10,000 a month, a million dollar a year, whatever it may be. And we're trying to do that with the current temperature. So we're, it's almost like we want to get to 90 degrees, but our thermostat is set at 70. So unfortunately, that doesn't work. And then people draw the conclusion that they're not good or something's wrong with them when it has nothing to do with their potential or what they're able to do. But so it has a lot more to do with what their thoughts and feelings are about money. And there, there was this uh, great teacher that, went on stage and basically pulled out a roll of money and said, oh, my little puppy, oh, my little darlings, thank you so much for being here. You are wonderful and um, and whatnot. And everybody in the audience was very like repulsed because supposedly they had a good relationship with money. Mm -hmm. And then he goes ahead and says, if I would have came on the stage holding my grandson's hand and I would have kissed him and said, oh, my darling, you're so beautiful. I love you. None of you would have said anything was wrong with that. And it goes, the, the point goes to prove how our beliefs about money that we don't even know about are influencing the decisions that we make and how much money we end up having in the bank. So it's not so much with the actual um, value of the money, but more so the thoughts and beliefs that you might not even be aware of. And that I, 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 this is why I think it's really, really important to recognize what you're doing, what you're saying, and how you're feeling about money at a much deeper level than what you're doing right now. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I never realized until I became an entrepreneur, I've done mindset work for years, you know, positive. I know how to put the right, you know, how, how I choose my reactions, but I never realized money mindset is its own thing. And that there is a lot of subtleties and things that you would never even think about noticing with it. Um, and it's something that I think everybody needs to at least have some awareness to so they can start to explore it for themselves. I don't think everyone has it in such a negative 
thing, but there's enough of it that it greatly influences everything that they do. Oh, you know what? In in my experience, I want to say majority of people do have it and they mm-hmm. have it to a much, you know, deeper uh, level than we understand because we're so used as, and here's what happens. We're so used to having someone else dictate the value of our time and work because we're used to working mm-hmm. hourly or salary. So someone else outside of us dictates our value mm-hmm. to the marketplace. And we don't really use that to reflect our worth. Those mm-hmm. are two different things we have. And I believe uh, one of the greatest uh, aha moments was when Jim Rome was talking about this, that, you know, your worth is your own personal worth. You may be, you know, priceless to your family, but your value to the marketplace is something different. And unfortunately, we confuse the two and we go from, OK, I want to have my own business. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sell this product. And if it doesn't sell, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you wouldn't do that if you were in a job, you would say, like, if you were to go and work for minimum wage, you would say, you know what, I'm worth a lot more than that. There, you know, because, you know, there's better paying jobs out there, you know, your, your skill set, but when it comes to having your own business, all of a sudden you're calling the shots. And those shots is, you know, have to do with your thinking and your thinking has to do with how you're feeling. And especially if you've grown in uh, an environment where money was either lacking or it caused a lot of issues in the family. And I've worked with clients that had the best intentions, were phenomenal people, had amazing skill set. But because there was trauma in their family around money to where it split the family in two, then all of a sudden they wanted nothing to do with the money, even though they set goals for themselves to have that money being brought by their business. Whenever they were like almost closing the deal, they were backing out. Mm. So, you know, it, it goes to show that we need to be very aware of what we do and why we do it. And if you see yourself in the same, uh, you know, situation in the same pattern in, in, you know, things that you don't want, notice where it's coming from. Mm. Become your own detective. I, I find that curiosity is probably one of the best things that we have to our disposal and not to, you know, to our advantage. And we don't really use it. We, mm. we kind of like shy away. We, we were kids and we always explored things. And now we're, we're just afraid of it. Maybe we're afraid about what we're going to find out or what we have to do or what we have to face. Yeah. I, I'm also thinking too, a big lesson that I've learned around money mindset is that, um, you know, some people say money's evil, money's good, but money is just a tool. And, and it's whenever we put a value good or bad on it that's already a bit of money mindset creeping in and another thing that i learned too is you know money really is an energy thing and it actually made me think is like a current is energy and we talk about it as currency and i'm like oh my goodness even the name of it is about energy and uh, i'm not like a big energy i'm not a law of attraction person at all but i definitely do know huh are you i am 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot to it, but I don't understand it enough to be able to say, we're going to help you manifest with this. But I definitely know um, uh, once we focus on, on, on it being a tool and serving, I do know that that natural piece does bring the money to you. So whether or not that's you're attracting to you or you're just doing the right things for a business because um, you know the most successful people in the world are those who help others get what they want so if your business is locked into that law of attraction or law of commerce uh, is bringing more money to you and you know it's it's really interesting because I do I used to be the same way and, and not so much that I you know me I'm not like the person with labels like I'll recognize something that I've learned but um, there's universal truths and the way I look at it, and it was really greatly ex uh, explained by Bob Proctor, where he says, basically, you know, you have a remote and you're on this level of frequency. So you're going to listen to a certain radio station, right? Mm -hmm. So if your desire is to listen to opera music or to rock, you're not going to do that by sitting on the same in the on in the mm. in the same station right you're not going to do that by by yeah. you have to take the remote and you have to change the channel to the station that you want and that's what it means by vibration and okay. the remote is really your feelings and your thoughts cuz that's how you align yourself with that vibration by choosing the thoughts and the feelings that align with it, you know, and, and this is, again, why it's important to be curious about what limits you mm. and focus on the things that you want. Because, you know, for example, if you today, someone came to your door and gave you a car and you like a minute ago, you're feeling sad, right? I don't know, something happened, you got laid off or, you know, your spouse said something sad, like back to you said, okay, well, we, I want to split up. And someone came to your door and said, some secret admirer, you know, by the grace of God, you were given this car. All of a sudden, your attitude, your mood, and your thoughts change. And that's really what people need to tap into. How do we get to feeling that way without seeing the object first? Because mm. it's the opposite. What people think is I need to see it in order to believe it, but it's actually believing in order to see it. And that's how we get to things. This is really the order of things in, in the universe. Now, I like that because there is a certain element of, and we've talked about with purpose, is faith and faith is believing before you see things. So I definitely think there's an element of that. And I'm also thinking about, um, you know, the people we surround ourselves with, you know, like there's a part where maybe we can't think about earning $10 million a year. Like we just think, oh my gosh, that's out there. But if you start hanging out with people who earn $10 million a year, all of a sudden you start to see it's possible and you get to learn from them and then all of a sudden things change. So I think there is a piece on, on believing in $10 million a year, but also having people that experience it begins to normalize it for you. So I guess there's a piece of how do you normalize it without even hanging around with 
Right. And, you know, and think about it this way. Um, You may say, well, a $30,000 car, it's a, you know, a lot of money, but someone with, you know, $50 million in the bank is like, you know, that's pocket change. Right. So, you know, it's not the same view, it's not the same thoughts. And it's definitely not in in regards to possibilities because someone who, who built up that type of fortune can see that the opportunities are at every corner and they know what it takes and they don't even worry about it. But people mm-hmm. from like starting from the bottom and, and going up, they constantly worry, what if I'm gonna lose it? What if you know the next thing or the next mistake is going to ruin me? What if this is not the right, right choice? There's like all these um, things that play into it. And one of um, the best stories I've heard like in, in, in regards to money and how powerful money stories are, it was a lady who back in the, I don't know, the 20s worked for a very, a very wealthy family. And she was the, the, the grandma. And because of the situation, the, the way the world was back then, um, the whole family lived together. So the grandkids got to hear her every single time when she went home, how uh, rich people are so mean and greedy and they're treating people poorly and whatnot. So those kids grew up with the belief that being rich is being greedy, mean and treating people bad. So they stayed away from it. On the other side of the town, there was a guy who went and worked for the, this really wealthy man on his farm. And um, every time he would do really good at the end of the week, he would compensate for his work. So anytime he went home, he would say, wealthy people are really generous. They help out others in need and so forth. So those kids, those grandkids, you know, grew up saying, you know, I want to be wealthy. I want to help people. Wealthy people do great things in the world and they help out those in need. So the story, the the, the story that we're told ended up, you know, being the, the blueprint, the map for where those people got in life. Money were no different. They mm-hmm. had no language. It was just the language that those particular individuals had in their um experience with other people and what's interesting it wasn't actually the kids' experience they were ticking on their grandma's experience with people too so which i think is another key piece on you know kind of the byron katie's how do you know this is true like why based on what uh are you believing this well because like well if, if you haven't seen it it's not true. And I would even go for it to say, even if you saw it in a certain conditions, this goes into that whole coaching is never say always or never. You know, if you met one rich person who was an absolute user jerk, you can't say all rich people are that way either. But sometimes we latch into that and we just need to have that awareness. And I'm glad you brought it up because uh, one of the symptoms of of people having a poor, like a, a lack mentality or lack mindset, money mindset is, you know, overgeneralization mm. where everything fits in the same bucket and that couldn't be further from the truth. Right. And it, it takes as, le- as little as, you know, looking up on Google, what people do and how they help and, you know, how many nonprofit foundations are out there. So, you know, challenge your thoughts, challenge your beliefs and 
Yeah, my wife has worked in philanthropy since I met her. And to be able to see what the community gives back that is desperately needed by so many organizations. And I think it's so often they think rich people just throw it on the bed and roll around in it and giggle or buy new things, but they are really investing in the things that they care about uh, that other people need. So yeah, it, it recognizing that generosity. I just think too, it just really comes down to um, lack versus abundance kind of mindset. You know, like whenever we see there's limits, we know there's probably something to think about there. Yeah. And as so. the limits within ourselves, uh, in again, the the universe is abundant, and I think every single one of us is experiencing abundance right now, regardless of your circumstances. There's something to be thankful for, mm-hmm. and um, back about a decade or so, uh, there was a story of look at the things around you and what it takes for them to be there because we see a notebook right for example mm-hmm. but to make that notebook it had to go from a from a seed in the ground to a tree to being um gone to like a factory to where they press it and they transform it into paper and then to bind it and then to transport it to you it's this whole process that we take for granted and if we were to be like start being more grateful and i do think that grace is definitely the antidote to to this scarcity mindset Mm. um when we start practicing grace with intention but with the intention to recognize the abundance all of a sudden we start turning lack into opportunities and into uh, wealth and abundance so you know recognize that right now and i heard it and um there was a millionaire, I, I completely forgot his name, that asked his mentor, which was a billionaire, what is your best advice when it comes to money, right? And he's sitting over here because he studied uh, finances and he worked, I think he interviewed about 12,000 millionaires, self-made millionaires in China. And um, I think his name, his last name is Honda. And he went to his mentor and said, okay, what is your best advice? So he's thinking, oh, well, he's going to give me some sort of a strategy, right? And instead, what his mentor said is grace. Give thanks for the money going out and give thanks for the money coming in. And here's why. Especially for the money that goes out, we usually think of, oh my God, I'm going to be broke. Oh my God, I have to pay this again. And there is this resistance And the things that we focus on and we constantly affirm are the things that constantly show up. Mm. So recognizing this is why I I think like money mindset is such a complex thing and such a beautiful thing too. Mm -hmm. Because once you start recognizing and you start applying the smallest things, such as being grateful for, you know, being able to pay your water bill or having, you know, water running in your house. When you start shifting from, I don't have enough to, I'm so grateful that I have this and I'm able to do this. Even 
like the the money manifests in different forms and it may not be necessarily the value like the face value of like the currency you're using but it may be in someone opening a door for you mm-hmm. like a opportunity with maybe a prospect or a client or connection in a place where business may be driven your way yeah so don't limit it well and i think too with that piece on being great grateful for it going out goes into investment and i think so often people think of things as expenses like coaching or bringing on someone on their team as an expense versus an investment to new capabilities so you know a coach is going to be able to help you take your business or life to another level and bringing someone onto your team is going to be able to help you scale or help you be able to do more of what you enjoy and like maybe it might not even come back as dollars but it's going to come back in fulfillment but yeah so once again is once you invest like, do you see when you put money out as an investment or an expense? And that could greatly change things too. Oh, absolutely. And um, again, I'm bringing up um, Grant Cardone from the Undercover Billionaire when in, it, you know, I just started watching it, but I, again, is what he's doing is something that normal people, no, I don't want to say normal, but people who have a limiting um, mindset is for example he went and built um connections first he offered his services for free to get to connect with people that are great like great players in that area because he knows those connections are much more valuable than Mm -hmm. the little money that he could make you know, working for them, like instead of getting $20 an hour, you know, at the end of like two weeks, he ended up securing 10, 10 grand because he worked for free. He offered his knowledge and we're so focused on the short-term gain that we mm. usually forget the long-term um, possibilities and the gains and opportunities. Well, I know a great long-term game for our audience is to subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, or subscribe to our audio show and give us likes, give us reviews, share with a friend. We want to be able to serve all of our small to medium-sized businesses and solopreneurs. We don't do this just because it's interesting to us. We do this because we want to help you maximize people, purpose, and profits in your business because that's how we're going to make the world a better place. It's how we're going to make your life a better place. So thank you for listening uh, and make sure you check out our Facebook group where you can interact with Kat and I and other audience members and discuss this episode. We would love to hear your money mindset wins or your money mindset struggles because it's only the community can we help get the insights we need to go to new places. So thank you, everybody. Thank you.